When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys on a Victory Monday, baby. Gotta rep the Victory Monday t-shirt. Shout out to Homage. Appreciate that. If you want a 49ers Victory t-shirt, um, in the link in the description, you can just click on it. Uh, go get that. They got hoodies and all that stuff over there. Uh, I want to say shout out to them for making me look good. Now, Niners come out handle their business. They go 4-0. I want to go over some grades. I want to go over what we learned about the 49ers, what we learned about the Cardinals and the NFC West, because I think that's as telling a story as possible. There's just so much information and stuff out there. I just want to say this, like, how fun is this? <laughs> the game was incredible. The tailgate was great. It, Start to finish, the Niners handled their business. And, you know, I, I was struggling with what poll I wanted to put on the on the YouTube channel. And so I went with who was the offensive player of the game versus the cards. Because, I don't know, it seems like it's obvious whenever you have CMC, who's probably, he might be up there for the MVP of the NFL so far. Four touchdowns, unbelievable. But then you look at Brock Purdy, he only had one incomplete pass. He was incredible. Ayuk had 148 yards receiving. Incredible. Six for six, uh, six targets, six catches. So I uh, put that up there. Currently, CMC's got 62% of the vote, but uh, we'll check back in on that poll um, as we go through this. This is episode 970, and I want to say thank you to all the hashtag CCs. Uh, appreciate you guys. The countdown crew, that's what's up. It's 4-0. We're 4-0, baby. Like, however you wanted this season to start, it's eclipsed that. This is better than any prediction or, you know, whatever. And here, here's how you do the season as a coach. You divide it up into sizable chunks, usually divided into four quarters, and you focus on these four-game segments. This is where we want to be after the first quarter, second quarter, so on and so forth. And the goal is usually three and one. Now, with the 17th game, it makes it a little bit more awkward because you have, like, one five-game quarter, and the rest are all four games, right? So four, eight, 12, plus five, 17 games. And with the Niners' bye week, it's kind of interesting, but whatever. Let's just look at where we are after these four games because I think it's huge. And with where the Niners have handled all of their business and then some, and then some, the injuries, guess what? Niners are relatively healthy. 
Niners are relatively one of the healthiest teams in the NFL right now, which is crazy when you look at, well, we didn't have Ayuk last week. Debo played this week, which was incredible. Wasn't much of a factor. They didn't really target him at all. But, I mean, he still made his presence felt just as a decoy and all those things. And, and so that you have accomplished every single thing that you wanted to the first month of the season. 4-0 is a strange place to be in. There's only two teams in the NFL that can say that now. There were nine undefeateds. Then there were three. Now there's two. Eagles barely walked away with a win. They're barely walking away with a lot of wins this year. Shout out to the man, Devin. What's up, brother? Can't wait to hang out with you soon when we come out to Minnesota for Monday Night Football, my friend. Thank you for the super chat. He says, give away a T-shirt after going 4-0, brother. Beat them boys into the ground Sunday night. See you in three weeks. Man, thank you so much. Yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's do a T-shirt. Uh, Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go over here, and I'll ask a question here. Let's see. Who can tell me? <laughs> yeah, we'll do this. We'll do this. How many rush attempts did the 49ers have against the Cardinals? First one to put that up in the chat that shows up on my feed. The correct answer will get you a t-shirt giveaway. Uh, how many rush attempts did the 49ers have against the Cardinals in their victory to go 4-0? Now, several people will be able to put up the correct answer. Uh, do want to let you know that your comment usually shows up a little bit earlier on your feed. So I'm going based off of my feed. They're in different order. That's just the way that it goes. The guesses are all coming in, and I already see the correct answer. Shout out to the subscriber, the man, Ed Nesbitt, with the correct answer, and that's the first one to show up on my feed. So, Ed, you know where to reach out to me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. We'll get your size and where you want the T-shirt sent, and we'll do all that. Compliments of the man, Devin Gatton. Appreciate you, man. And Roberto coming in clutch with the super chat. He says, Purdy is him. Give another t-shirt away. I'm <laughs> beginning to think this team is special. Thank you so much, John, for the content. Special's my word, man. Roberto, I appreciate your generosity. Let, let's do another one. You're going to ask a Brock Purdy question, or you're going to make a Brock Purdy comment. We're going to do a Brock Purdy thing. Now, I'm going to hold on just a second. I got to look this up to make sure. I get it correct because the worst thing is whenever I get this wrong and then people get mad at me, all those different things. Okay, we're going to do this. Yep, we're doing this. The very first person that can tell me when Brock Purdy's birthday is, you get a free t-shirt. What is the month and the day? It is a special one, and it's coming up somewhat soon. So the first one that can tell me, Brock Purdy's birthday because we got to celebrate this dude. He's only 23. This dude is still 23 years old out there playing like a damn 10 year vet. He had one incomplete pass. Are you kidding me? And we're going to talk about the PFF scores, which kind of pissed me off. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. We're getting some of these questions, uh, comments coming in. Uh, oh, you even got the great Don Burr. Um, what's up, man? He says, I'm getting the answer wrong on purpose. Detroit versus everybody. Congrats to you, Don. Uh, looking like you guys might be contenders, and I was wrong. I thought you guys would be a wild card team. Um, but shout out to you guys. Y'all playing some good football. All right, here we go. I think we have the correct answer coming in. Ice cold Narsh. That is correct. December 27th, two days after Christmas. The gift that keeps on giving, none other than Brock Purdy, about to turn 24 years old. Brock Purdy was younger 
than I think half of the quarterbacks drafted this year. It's only his second year in the league. Love me some Brock Purdy. So shout out to Roberto uh, for sharing that. That is awesome. Jack, my man, appreciate the super chat. He says, is this the first time since 1994 that our offense is better than our defense? Beat Dallas. Let's go. Now, there's a couple things that we can look at because I think it's important. Both of these squads, offense, defense, we're talking. If you're looking at just points, they're tied, <laughs> which I tw- I tweeted this out today. The 49ers are scoring the third most points in the NFL offensively. They're giving up the third fewest. We are in very, very rare territory. Now, here's what's crazy to me. Fred Warner was asked how he thought the defense played. Listen to this clip. Uh, So-so, you know, the initial feeling right now. I got to watch it. Um, Just situationally, uh, you know, before the half, that two-minute drill, giving up those points, and then we have them backed up. We got to keep them backed up, especially not give up a 99-yard drive. So uh, some things to improve upon for sure. And you see, like, the the chip. You see the, the Fred's not happy. We got some things to work on for sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got some issues. But I do agree with you, Jack. Like, if I had to pick one, it's the offense. Uh, Now, there's way more categories than just points scored. There's EPA, yards, all these different things. And the offense is way ahead in those. Uh, So, like, if we just look at, like, total yards allowed, offense is second, defense is fifth. So, they're, they're clearly ahead in that. But it doesn't matter... Just the eye test, I I think that it is a testament, and I agree with you. Currently, the 49ers offense is better. I mean, we can go back all the way to 1994 like you did. Let me see here. I can look at the franchise encyclopedia, Jack. Just like a real quick, if we're just looking at points, when was the offense better? Um. 2019, the offense finished second in points. Defense was eighth. Um, 2018, offense was 21st. Defense was 28th. We've come a long ways. But, yeah, there's not a lot of opportunities for what you're talking about. Go back to 1994. We had the number one offense. We had the number six defense. 1995, number one offense, number two defense. So there are some examples in there. 98 was better. 2000 was better. 2001 was better, but yeah, it it seems like it's been a while because when Kyle Shanahan and them showed up, it was clear. It it was crystal clear. We're investing in the defense, right? Solomon Thomas, huge miss. Trade up for linebacker, huge miss. I mean, it's just what it's been. But no, I I love that comment, and it's weird. You know, I put put this out there on Twitter, and I said, if the 49ers would have traded two first-round picks, for Christian McCaffrey, it would have been worth it. It just would have been it, it would have been worth it. He's better. I thought we overpaid initially. We underpaid big time. This dude's probably the MVP of the NFL right now. It's crazy. Now, uh, one of the press conference clips, shout out to the great Juan Salas. He is the best there is. He cut these up after the game. So whenever I was driving home and unloading that U-Haul and all that kind of stuff from the party. He was getting the clips, so we had those when we woke up this morning. I just want to say thank you for that. 
Uh, <laughs> Kyle was asked, what if you didn't get CMC? And here was Kyle's response. No, don't ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's real close. I mean, there's always, especially when you decide on something and then there's, you need a little bit more and it's like, man, we weren't going to do that. Should we do more? And it's, it's always that huge debate. That's why usually when um, trades happen with lots of good players, there's usually one or two teams involved because tra trades are tough and there's always a huge risk. And um, when those don't work out, it's not just, oh, the player didn't work out. It's also, you don't get those draft picks back too. So there's always a gamble to it, but um, no, life has been much better. Yeah, I, I, it's it's pretty cool what he's been able to do, and so you, you got a you got it because of a fourth round pick. That was the difference. the The Rams didn't have a fourth; they were offering a two, three, and a fifth. We offered a two, three, four, and a fifth this upcoming year, and they took ours. Like that was it. That that's the difference between the Rams getting him and us getting him. And I thought we overpaid. And I know a lot of people are like, man, that's a lot for a running back, you know, on a second contract or paying him the top money already for any running back. He's getting 16 million a year, which is way over anybody else. None of that matters. Talk about devaluing the position. Don't care. This dude just broke Jerry Rice's 49ers record for 13 consecutive games with a touchdown, and he did it by scoring four damn touchdowns in one game. Now, it's not just CMC. It's CMC and the system. And everybody wants to talk about Brock Purdy's system. Yeah, that makes everybody. Same thing with the running back, but it's a perfect pairing. I don't see th the fact that CMC is playing the best football of his career. It's because he's playing with Shanahan. The fact that Brock Purdy is being so good is because he's playing with Shanahan, but that doesn't discount the fact that Brock Purdy and CMC are not total badasses. They are incredible. They are incredible. And so CMC was asked about what it's like playing for this team, and we got some clips dubbed over top of this. So for the visual watchers, um, you'll see some of these plays highlighted as he's talking about it. Uh, what it's like for CMC to be on this team? It's I think it's a multitude of things. I think it's first off trust. Um, you know, even though it's a swing pass and you're in space, you still have a job to press blocks, to set up blocks, and then obviously make make one miss. And in this offense, if you make one miss, you could be gone. And so um, Juice had an amazing block. He took the MDM on the right, and Debo blocked his guy into the end zone, and then all the blocks that came uh, on the inside. Um, it's so fun to play for a team that takes pride in, in blocking. You got a guy like Debo and Ayuk and Jawan and today out there, Ronnie and Ray Ray and Ju. I mean, the list goes on. Kittle, who just every game, that's kind of the standard. And then an O-line who just is unbelievable. It's, it's fun because you don't know which play is going to pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's fun. And I mean, that dude just listed everybody. Everybody expects linemen to do their thing. And the offensive line's been absolutely stellar. But 
to get the wide receivers and all the stuff that's going on out there. And it's just, it's a trip, man. It's a trip. And we're getting to watch perfect pairings. And I mean that you've got Brock Purdy. That is just doing every single thing that Shanahan wants on pace, on time, on rhythm. And that is beautiful to see, but you're also getting to see the best two way back in the NFL in the most running back friendly offense of the NFL. And it is just excitement nonstop. Yatsik, my man, he says, I'm stuck. I can't decide if CMC is still new to us or if he's been here, a been 49er for years. Hasn't even been a total year yet. Hasn't been uh, in three more. I think it's 18 days. That's when uh, we, 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 I think we got him on the 19th, maybe the 20th of October last year, because you remember it was hilarious. We were at the game. We were in Charlotte. You beat the tar out of them so bad. Seems he had a good game against us. You beat the tar out of them so bad. They fire their coach the next day. The next week, they trade us their best player. At the end of the year, we got their best coach. We totally, like, I don't know. There should be a name for that, but that was dirty. It was dirty. Um, but, yeah, he fits. A work ethic. I mean, he was babysat kind of by Kyle Shanahan and his family. Like, it just makes sense. It's what it is. I'm nobody you need to know. Thank you for the super chat, my friend. If I had to pick my biggest concern and be at the cornerbacks, keep getting fooled very early in plays and has been leaving huge holes deep to be exploited. Let, let's 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 jump over to the defensive side. Let's go through this. Let's look through a PFF lens um, just on the cornerbacks. Now, first off, Nick Bosa was the number one defensive player. Again, 89.6, which is bad for him. Anything under 90 for Nick Bosa is crazy. He's the number one rated defensive player in the NFL. I don't expect that to change this week. But number two, and this is crazy to me, Kendall Sheffield, who they just signed Wednesday, made the active roster somehow, was an absolute baller. He played 12 plays. All right, cool. I get that. But 11 of those were in coverage. He had an 85.9 coverage grade. They're like, dude, balled out. I freaking love it, man. So, can, And then he was also the top-rated player on special teams. So this dude just showed up. And I'm telling you guys, this is cool. Because this has been a huge issue, that last corner spot on our roster. Do I think that he's going to press for more playing time outside of trash time or anything like that? I don't. But we'll see. I mean, this dude showed out. I can't wait to do the film. And, you know, if you haven't joined us yet on the 49ersrush.com or our Patreon channel, we go through every single offensive play, defensive play, special teams play, all three angles, the all 22, the end zone, and the opposite end zone of every single play. And if you want to go back and watch what has changed with our offense or defense, we've got the best year. Uh, you can go through the every every play last year as well. That's all up as soon as you sign up to Frank Gore's here. That's available. So really excited. Once I finish this live show, I'm diving into the film. So we're going to start going through some of those, which I'm excited about this week because there's so many things we can highlight. Now, back to your question. Let's talk about the corners. Because Isaiah Oliver was the top-rated corner. I thought he was great. Cannot believe they put Ambry Thomas in there when Isaiah Oliver was healthy. But one of the things we're seeing with Steve with Wilkes, our DC, he is rotating players in and getting snaps. In the past, with Sala, in the past, with D'Amico, 
Your back four state. Your two corners played every play. Your two safeties played every play. That's what it is. We are developing a lot of depth. George Odom got 16 snaps. That's crazy. Jair Brown got 12 snaps. Those are those are safeties. I understand that. But he's not just saying these are our four back-end guys, and that's all there is to it. Now, there were 72 defensive plays. Demo and Charverius Ward played 60 of them. You know, and so after that, th- this game was a blowout. So, but I like that we're getting work there. Do I think Ambry Thomas is good? I do not. He played 22 snaps. Um, he got toasted bad, and I, I just I could not understand why he was in there. Um, you know, that 99-yard drive, a lot of that was on Ambry Thomas, man. And we'll go through that on the film. But, yeah, our corners are an issue. Demo's not an issue. Demo's awesome. Charveris Ward's awesome. I love those two corners. Third spot, I, I, I want it to be Isaiah Oliver. That's it. You know, Daryl Luter Jr., who drafted this year, was on the pup. He can come off now. Do I think that the 49ers will activate him? I don't. I think they're going to just keep him there, just an ace in the hole, and we'll just wait and see. I think the same thing probably with Danny Gray, too. With the way the young wide receivers are playing, Willie Sneed's playing, all those guys are playing, Chris Conley's playing, like, you don't have to rush that back. We're good. Last year, the Niners brought too many players back. You only get eight. You get to take eight players off IR or PUP. That counts as one of the eight. I don't know. I, I think the 40 are just calm, cool, collected. Now, if an injury happens, then you can switch them. But I think right now you're just kind of sandbagging some of those IR returns. But I think, you know, it was a shoulder issue for Danny Gray. He could come back, right? I think Daryl Luter Jr. is a rookie, but he could come back if you want to. But you're not playing rookies. There's no reason for him to get snaps over anybody. So you're going to stick with kind of where you're at. Um, At least that's what I think they're going to do. Uh, at least I think that's what I hope they're going to do. Now, maybe the rookie, uh, Robert Bill Jr., the edge guy. What's up, Josh? I know you're in here somewhere. And yeah, maybe you bring him back as a pass rusher. But, man, we're doing good on the pass rush. We're doing good on the pass rush. We're not, not getting the sacks that are record-breaking or anything along those lines. But it doesn't matter because you're so damn effective offensively and defensively. Everything's working. Scott says get rid of Ambry Thomas. I don't think you can get rid of him. I do like him as a depth play. And if somebody goes down, like, that's what I see him as. And he's good on special teams. Ambry Thomas is good on special teams. But, yeah, he's got bad plays out there. Uh, Should you get rid of him? No. Should he start? No. Should he get snaps over Isaiah Oliver? Also no. But with where we are right now, I do not mind him being the backup cornerback until, until we get Samuel Womack back. Now, when Samuel Womack's healthy, that dude's coming off the IR immediately. He makes your secondary solid across the board and special teams. He's my favorite special teams player we've had maybe in 10 years. Um, oh, this is bad. Sonia, what's up, girl? She said, I had to watch the game off some shady site, so I missed Brown coming in for the 12 snaps. Well, we got you. Uh, we, we'll go through them all. And we'll highlight those plays. and We'll, we'll go through all those for sure, for sure. Um, let's see here. Make sure I didn't miss a super chat. Oh, I did. I'm so sorry, David. Thank you, subscriber and Super Chat. That's what's up. This offense reminds me of the 89 and 94 offense. Ooh, I like that. I think you're on. I mean, you go back to 89, which, I, you know, whenever I ask people, what's the best, you know, 49ers team of all time? 89's got to be in, in the mention. 
I mean, it's just what it is. You go 14 and two, you win the Super Bowl, you have the number one offense, you have the number three defense. I mean, they were just nuts. Um, that one is mentioned. And then also the earliest uh, 1984 teams brought up when they won the Super Bowl. So, like, yeah, you're in some really, really rich territory. And David, I don't disagree with you because it, we're so good offensively and defensively. In this battle, I love that they battle against each other because it matters to the defense that they gave up that 99-yard touchdown. Everybody talked about it. Bosa talked. I don't have the clip. They talked about it. There's issues. Now, you held the team to 16 damn points. That's incredible. And whenever you hold a team to 16 points and your defense is like, mm, we missed it. We missed it. We got to play bet. Like, that's just cool as hell, man. Um, and I think that's, I don't know. It's, it's pretty damn interesting just to see kind of where we are. And I like where we're at. Um, and let's jump back now to the offense. Shanahan gave the locker room speech. And this is a two-parter. Uh, shout out to Juan again. He's killer, man. Ayuk starts it off, then it's going to jump to the Shanahan locker room talk, and it's pretty cool what's happening right now offensively. Yeah, just um, breaking down the team, um, letting us know how Purdy did. We don't really know the stats on, on the field and stuff like that. Um, letting us know that McCaffrey had four touchdowns. Um, letting them know that I went for 150 as well. Hey, guys, hello, game, man. We knew we had to execute versus that team. Brock, 20 and 21. All right. That's... Hey, BA, 148 yards. All right. A's career game. All right. Hey, Christian, four touchdowns. Enjoy the day. All right. Always enjoy winning in this league. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Hey, man. Hey, I mean, it's an honor taking the field with you guys, man. This is a special team. Niners on three. One, two, three. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that clip at the end. So, yeah. Um, somebody said, is he represented the Packers? He's wearing like a green and yellow jersey. No, he talked about it. Somebody asked him. It's some designer, uh, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, don't look into that. Now, offensively, I, I really thought you finished with three players above a 90 grade for pro football focus, which I love. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk was the top-rated player, 93.4. That's bananas. Christian McCaffrey, 91. Trent Williams, 90.1. Brock Purdy was the fourth-rated player for the 49ers, which, okay, I'm cool with. Dude had a 79.8. What the hell? Dude had a rushing touchdown, passing touchdown, one incomplete pass. Like, what else? They even put a turnover-worthy play. I love PFF because I think that they do a really good job at paying attention to the minutia of every single play and the data and stuff. I like that, but it's a flawed system and all systems are flawed. And, but yeah, there's no way in hell Brock Purdy got below an 80 grade. Like that dude should have been 90 plus, but I digress. The fact that you do get three players above a 90 in one game on offense alone. Whew. Whew. That's that's just it's a lot. Brock Purdy's he's right here, Sid. Purdy is him. He sure as hell is, man. He's just so damn fun. And he didn't even know that he only had one incomplete pass. Listen to it. He didn't even know. Most games, yes. Honestly, today, I'm not lying. Like 
they told me I had a, one incompletion at the end of the game. I was like, oh my gosh, like today was just one of those games I really wasn't thinking about it. Um, but there's there's games where it's like I'm completing the ball and it's like sort of in my mind, oh, you know, every single one of these balls has been a completion so far, you know. Um, but today it wasn't the case. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, hands in pockets, started interview, chilling. And it's it's a testament to who he is in the pocket. Dude, just calm, cool, collected. It's it, not even 24 years old, man. Not even 24 years old. Yeah, 9.1 yards per attempt. Shanahan is a Houdini. He's a magician. This is a Shanahan stat that, like, with Hoyer, with C.J. Beth, it didn't matter. Nick Mullins, you can go on and on. Yards per attempt is always Shanahan's great at. But usually, seven is a good number. Seven's a great number in the NFL. 9.1, that's two extra yards per attempted pass. It's efficiency. It's, uh, man, it's weird. It's just, it's weird. Now, a couple other things that stood out to me on the PFF grades offensively. Willie Sneed was fifth. He only got seven snaps, but you show up, you do your job. Ray Ray McLeod, six, awesome, 13 snaps. You do your damn job. Colton McKivitz, what's up, man? Starter, baby. He was up there, number seven. Burford, eight. Banks, nine. O-line was great, man. There, there's no doubt about that. The worst-rated player was Debo Samuel. And I only say that, not to be negative towards Debo, but that dude went out there and played 48 snaps without practicing all week. And really, I feel like brought a very, very different component to the game. Was the ball in his hands? No. Was he being targeted? No. But when you see 19 out there, you have to account for him defensively. And listen to Shanahan talk about this. Quick clip. He didn't really practice all week, um, so it was a hell of a him, hell of a job just him getting himself ready to where he could go out there and play. Uh, he didn't get a ton of opportunities, but um, you know that it ends up being a good thing because um, hopefully he's taken care of more from this game, can check out fine, and um, get a little better week next week. That's what's up. So it, it we saw. Here's what's crazy. Ayuk misses a game, comes back, amazing, 148 yards receiving, six for six, unbelievable, right? Debo last week without Ayuk, amazing game. That's some of the best Debo's ever played in his entire career, receiving, breaking tackles, running the ball, whatever else. Now Debo played this week, but you kind of see it as an off week as far as usage and all that stuff. Now he gets to play against the Cowboys. You remember what Debo Samuel does to the Cowboys? Do you remember? That dude, he shows out against them, period. That's all there is to it. They're soft finesse. You bring a soft finesse defense against somebody like Debo, that's blood in the water, man. That is blood in the water. Soft finesse defense. You guys struggle with James Conner? Remember that? Remember that? All right, here's Debo. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. Ah. Now, speaking of things to enjoy, we had an absolute blast at the tailgate last week. Uh, gave away so much stuff. We had kids' competitions on cornhole. Uh, we did trivia. We did competitions. Food was great. We had the TVs out. We had Red Zone going. We had DJ. DJ Super Mario absolutely crushed it. Uh, it was a wonderful time. This Cowboys tailgate coming up this week. Probably going to be one of our biggest tailgates we've ever thrown, especially at a home uh, thing. Ticket sales are going on. Now, Let me. I'm telling you all this, and y'all might not listen to me. That's okay. 
the end of the cheap pricing is going to end on Wednesday. So if you're a person that wants to come party with us, we want you to come. But tickets are going to go up on Wednesday. So I'm telling you all right now, if you're thinking about buying tickets to come out and party with us, Wayne's coming across. Nick's going to be there. Vicky's always going to be there. Eric, our IG. I mean, we are going to have a damn party. The Salt Lake Crew guys. What's up, Ricky? What's up, Will? They're coming out. It is going to be an absolute blast. So go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Get your tickets and come party with us. And don't wait. Don't wait. <laughs> it's going to go up. It's just what it is. So um, head over there. Let's get that taken care of and party with us because it's going to be awesome. I'm very, very excited about this. Let's look at some. Oh, look at this. You talk about DJ Super Mario and he shows up in the, in the set, chat. DJ Super. I know that's what he goes by. Can't wait to whip on them cowgirls. I'm pumped. Let's go. Appreciate the super chat, man. Thank you so much. You absolutely killed it. It was cool hanging out with the fam um, and just getting to know you guys better. We even partied afterwards, uh, which was cool back at the U-Haul, which I will say this one, a little badge of honor that I have. We have never run out of drinks and we have never run out of food at a tailgate. I'm sure one day that's probably not going to be the case, uh, but we have yet to do that at any of our parties. So hopefully we will continue that trend and it helps us knowing the early ticket sales, just so I know exactly how much food and liquor and all that stuff. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, anyway, I, I, we'll, we'll get there. So, Let's get to a couple other things that I thought were interesting just from an offensive line standpoint, which, man, played so well. Aaron Banks, clean sheet, man. He, I think he's had one game that wasn't clean. No pressures, no whatever. That's three out of four games. Aaron Banks has not even allowed a pressure. This dude should be a Pro Bowl left guard. Um, should be considered for all pro. I don't think he's there yet. But this is a Pro Bowl caliber player, period. Aaron Banks is. So glad to have him. Trent Williams, unbelievable. He did give up one pressure, but Jake Brindle, clean sheet. Continues to improve. Um, the one sack was allowed by Colton McKivitz. However, Colton McKivitz had a hell of a game. Hell of a game. Run blocking, too. So really was happy with the way he played. And Spencer Burford gave up one pressure. So if we're looking offensively it starts up front it starts up front and Colton McKivitz is delivering we've had some concerns with Spencer Burford sigh of relief this week now you weren't playing against the top tier team and whatever else next week you got the Cowboys defensive front which their ends are as good as anybody's tackles and eh, maybe not as much but um yeah and Right here, I, I I just saw this is awesome. What's up, J, JPZ? He says, Colton McKivitz plays better than McGlinchey. That is correct. That is correct. He's more consistent. He's not as good a run blocker. But dude's playing some good football, man. Um, And, you know, I, I don't like to bag on the old players and whatever else. But I don't get that same feeling. There was that feeling in the third quarter and fourth quarter there was going to be at least one drive or two drives ended by Colton McKivitz by himself. That hasn't been the case. Now has, I think I said the wrong name. That was Mike McGlinchey. I feel better with Colton McKivitz over there. I really, really do. Um, and so very, very happy. Very, very happy with what's going on there. And Parsons against them though. Yeah. Parsons against anybody. Parsons is that explosive. He's that good. Now is he a complete all around player? No, 
He's not. You run right at him. Look what the Cardinals did to him. Embarrassed the hell out of him repeatedly. We'll see what Kyle Shanahan does. As, as Parsons had great games against us, he has not. He has not. Will that change? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. And the film's going to tell all. These are PFF snapshots. So just because they like or love or hate or whatever somebody, that's not the end-all, be-all. It's just a snapshot. It's a validation. It's an extra data point, right? Um, film, eye in the sky, never lies. Now, let's jump over defensively because there's some things I want to talk about that I didn't get to a while ago. Let's just do a real quick kind of top five PFF scores. Bosa, 89.6. Kendall Sheffield, who we talked about. Excited to see this young guy stick around. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, Dre Greenlaw, baby. My man. Jay, Drake, I told y'all, dude was going to play, and he came to play. Led the team in tackles. Um, James Conner and... Dobbs, awesome. Uh, here is a quick clip from none other than LB1, Fred Warner, talking about Greenlaw. Dre's always been an uh, outstanding player. You know, I guess I, people don't want to talk about him as much just because I play alongside him. I don't know what it is, but he's always been great. And uh, hopefully this is the season that he finally gets his recognition. We just got we to keep working together. That dude, last year should have been Pro Bowl, you know, was up there all pro consideration this year is pro bowler, but like this dude is playing incredible. Didn't have any personal fouls. He was all over the place. He was a third highest rated player, nine tackles, one assist, six solo stops to start the game. Defensively, they called his name on like four out of the first five plays. Like he showed up level 10. He showed up and it was just, it was, it was awesome. Uh, watching that dude play five, seven was all over the damn field, took them out of their game. Dobbs has had success in the past, did not against this one. And, and I thought that was, I just thought it was so damn important. George Odom, Eric Armstead, five, six, Oliver, seven, Hufunga, eight. Um, yeah, really, really good. Um, Kinlaw and Givens and Drake Jackson finished kind of bottom five. So, you know, that's kind of hard from the all 20. I, I always like sitting in between the 20s, you know, second or third tier up, just so I could see down. It's not the best place to evaluate D-line play. The film, whenever you get the end zone view, that's where that is. So I, I want to hold off judgment. But according to PFF, those guys didn't have a great game. But good God, what else do you want? What else do you want? And, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of toot my own horn here. If you bet with us this week, you made a lot of money. Um, you made a lot of money. We did really, really well. And I want to go through the bets we made, the bets we missed. And if you're not a better, that's okay, because I think that these are extra ways that you get to measure what the 49ers are doing well and what they're not. Okay? So, like, if you're not a better, that's okay. This is still 100% 49ers specific. We risked $80. You, you made over 20 bucks. If you bet the minimums, you would have risked 80 bucks and you made $20. I got five messages this week. Shout out to you guys talking about made a couple thousand dollars off your bets this week. Really want to say thank you uh, from Patreon members and the 49ersrush.com. And if you want to bet with us, we post all of our bets over there. So let's go through these. Let's talk about these things that happened and didn't. We hit our teaser. Uh, we took the 49ers and the Chiefs. We took the Chiefs minus two. They won by three. 
So that was a close one, but we got it. We missed our Thursday night teaser with that game. That was a mess, but whatever. I said 49ers over 1.5 field goals, which they've hit every single time. We missed this one. So we're three out of four on those. They scored touchdowns, five touchdowns, five times you got in there. That's incredible. 49ers scoring the first drive, got it. Josh Dobbs throwing an interception, he didn't. And Fred Warner was upset about that one. He talked about how we got to get more turnovers. Brock Purdy over two touchdowns. This is the second time we didn't get paid on this, and it should have been. He did the little shovel pass that was even, and they counted as a run, so we missed on that one. James Conner, under 52 and a half yards. Do you know how many rush yards James Conner had? 52. <laughs> so we got paid on that one by a half yard, which is awesome. Christian McCaffrey over 28 and a half receiving yards. Got paid on that one. What's crazy is a lot of y'all reached out to me. We're getting the betting pool so big here. Once I post the bets, everybody goes and places them, and it adjusts. By game time, it was up to over 42 yards receiving for Christian McCaffrey. So we're starting to adjust. You know, we're affecting the betting pool. Um, but we got paid out. If you bet when we did, whenever I posted, 28 and a half receiving yards, what he finished with? Oh, 71. That wasn't even close. Um, George Kittle touchdown. We missed on that one. 49ers minus 12 and a half. We did the Altaria uh, line. Got that one paid. Over 40 and a half points total for the game. Got that paid. Quarters, 49ers to win by over half a point in the first quarter. Got that paid. Over two and a half field goals. Missed that one. We missed that one. Um, Kyle Juszczyk touchdown was our long shot bet. One inch away. One inch away. That would have been awesome. But I think we got the call right. Just mm, so freaking close. Come on, Kyle. Uh, love the play call there. And Christian McCaffrey to be the first touchdown scorer. That was our second long shot bet. Hit that one. And so when the Niners are playing the Niners way, back to the title of this show, what we learned with the 49ers going 4-0. Well, guess what? We learned that when they play their game, they're pretty damn hard to stop. And that's kind of what they are. Now, if you do want to bet with us, the best way to support the show right here is mybookie.ag. Aaron Rodgers' season is officially over, but yours has just begun with mybookie. NFL, college ball, brand new cash out system that gives you the best options to win all season long. You hit the first two legs of your parlay, guess what? You can cash out early, place another bet, or let it ride for a bigger payday. Join us the entire season at mybookie.ag, or you can scan the QR code right next to me. The link is in the description of this video and or podcast, however you're watching or listening. But right now, MyBookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code 49ers49ERS on your first deposit of 50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's 49ERS, that's the promo code, to claim your bonus now. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I mean anywhere. You can bet anywhere. I've lived in California for eight years. Bet anywhere. I mean it. Head over there with MyBookie. So, yeah, hopefully you guys bet with us. We have a good time. I did want to talk about this. Thank you, Joe. RIP Russ Francis, you know, a great 49ers, just amazing man. Never had the opportunity to meet him. Uh, but just want to say appreciate all that he's done for the community. And uh, just want to wish his family, you know, rest in peace, man. Hate to hear that. But remember those that are around you, you know, and just always cherish those times. 
But this has been a fun show. I, I've really, really enjoyed this. I just want to say thank you guys. We got a fun week. It is 49ers versus the Cowboys week. This is awesome. This is my this is my week, man. This is my origin story. This is where I turned into the villain and went against the Cowboys, raised in Dallas. So pumped about this week. And as a Niners fan, this is everything that we want. Everything. You've handled your business up until this point. You have flexed on every damn team that's been put in front of you, and you have just blown them out of the freaking field. They have not belonged on the field to play with you. Not one team. You had one team, and that was the Rams for a half, and then that ended. I'm excited about this Cowboys game. 49ers are favorites. I have five points was the last I saw. Oh, let's go, baby. Oh, I'm so pumped. But you guys are the absolute best. Really do appreciate you guys. A lot more content coming your way. We've got the John and Wayne show tomorrow, 10 a.m. We've got the Steph John and Wayne show Wednesday at 8. Um, Wayne's flying out this week. This is huge, guys. We got to support Wayne this week. This is so damn important. If you are close in the area, he's shooting his music video. Saturday morning, 9 a.m. in San Jose, outside the Debo Mural, which is at the Shoe Palace um, in San Jose. It, come come be a part of that. Come be a part of that. Support the community and the positive people that like help to build that positive community. We always talk about how, man, mainstream media and clickbait and all that stuff. If you don't like those things, guess what? Support the ones that don't do it. Go support Wayne. This is huge this week, Saturday. He's flying all the way out here. So excited for him and just a party with him. He's going to be at the tailgate. We're going to be having a good time. But uh, that's what we got. Oh, I got to update the, the poll real quick. Yeah, it stayed about the same. So who was the offensive player of the game for the 49ers against the Cards? Um, CMC's four touchdowns, 67%. Purdy got 27 Ayuk, 6%. Usually when a wide receiver has 150 yards receiving, he is by far the winner of that poll. It's a testament of what the Niners have. They have so much. Um, a plethora, if you will, El Guapo, of just amazing star players. Anyway, you guys are the best. We're going to keep bringing it all week. And until then, it's easy when you're 4-0. But stay strong, faithful.